Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Pixel Hunt. My name is Malcolm Cano, and joining me, as they normally do in the studio, uh, are my other co-host, Mr. Michael Carl. Hello. And uh, Mr. Tyler Durr. Hola. Uh, yes, we are down a man today. Um, again, uh, another casualty of the season. Uh, Jay and Jim. Jim. That is his name. Jay. Jim. Jimothy. Jimothy. No, I almost <laughs> went. Uh, I almost went James. Um, he won't be joining us today, but rest assured that I'm sure he he'll come back soon. I hope. Um, but today we're gonna we're gonna talk about a, a couple of things, including Munfish's upcoming game, Atomic Heart. Uh, we're gonna talk a bit about Red Dead Redemption. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about Pokemons. Pokemons. I'm excited. Can't speak today. I'm very happy about that. But uh, we're going to start things as we normally do with some of the new releases. So, uh, Fallout 76 dropped on <laughs> November 14th. Uh, so, hooray. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, F. <laughs> F. Yeah. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee uh, released on the Switch on November 16th. Civilization 6 released on the Switch on November 16th. Battlefield 5 released on the PS4, Xbox One, and PC on November 20th. Wreckfest released on the PS4 and Xbox One on November 20th. Warframe released on the Switch on November 20th. Darksiders 3 released on the PS4, Xbox One, and PC on November 27th. And Artifact, the card game released from... Who did Dota 2? Was that Valve? Yes. Yes. Valve released a card game for Artifact. Good job, Valve. Good job. It released on the PC on uh, November 20th. Oh, it le- releases today, November 28th. Nice. But yeah, Darksiders released yesterday uh, and tomorrow. Well, we'll talk about those next next show. But um, yeah, so a uh, pretty good lineup. Like uh, the, the Thanksgiving Day uh, weekend certainly did not disappoint. I'm sure these were coming out for Cyber Monday and for Black Friday and all that. So yeah. It makes sense that this this many big titles are being released, and as we move further into the the Christmas time, the Yule tides, uh, we'll be seeing a lot more. Oh inc- yeah, including Smash Ultimate. Prepare thyself. I I prepare thy wallet to bear to be smashed by Olimar. Yeah, you, you stop it. That's <laughs> blasphemy, sir. No, no, no. Blas- Olimar? Are you kidding me? You know it. Are you an Olimar man? I mean, in Project M, yes. Okay, but like. But in real Smash Bros. Normally Falco. Yeah, okay. I'm lame like that. That's okay, I'm a Marth main. Um, I am also part of that milk toast. Like, I have no, there's nothing interesting about me. Hey, well, I, I mean, picked a good character so I could fight good. Mike mains Yoshi. Yeah, at least is... Mike has some character. And he, like, when, his, when he wins, they're hard fought. They're just handed to us. It's true. I, I don't agree, but you know what? I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Thank you. You take those compliments, young man. Um, so yeah, uh, we. I, I did want to do just because I enjoy talking about the the state of Telltale Games. I just pe- let's peer back in. What's happening over at? Well, no longer Telltale. It's Skybound. But we'll, let's take a peek. Um, so Skybound has officially started. Uh, and this was a couple of like a week ago, but Skybound has officially begun uh, to redevelop or to continue to develop 
the final Walking Dead uh, season. So they've officially started, and that the studios picked up uh, using many of the original team members from Telltale. So new release, new release dates for these episodes will be announced soon. Uh, the statement also included that the final season may be unavailable for purchase for a few days while the company's transition, but it will be back online soon, and no one should have to repurchase the episodes. So anyone who's purchased them or has purchased a long the season pass of it will get it. The game is currently in, in, will be completed, and a majority at least, or at least a good portion of the original developers are on the team. It's nice. That's that, good to know. That's unbelievable. It's they weird. came back. Well, no, uh, Skybound. <laughs> they didn't come back. Nobody's come back. Well, uh, Skybound <laughs> has successfully robbed the grave. They came back to the project, yes, which is still fantastic in itself. I mean, yeah, it's good to. Uh, they must have offered them a pretty good deal, and I wouldn't be surprised if they offered them like, "Hey, like if you do come back, we might be able to offer you a job at Sky." I don't know what Skybound is doing right now, but it's at least interesting to see that they've provided them with some kind of. Some kind of in or something of the sort. It's good to know. Um, I I do I did kind of want to ask you guys what. So now that this is the case, uh, how do you think people should do? You, do you think because of all this, you're going to actually play the final, The Walking Dead, the final season? It it definitely makes me curious to see how it's going to turn out. Yeah, I I initially didn't want to play it when I heard it was coming out, um, but now that like. All of this tumult has happened, and the the project went from not being made or not happening to maybe happening to being taken over by another studio and actually happening. I I am curious to see what kind of a finished product comes out of it. So maybe when all of the episodes are are made and released, I'll go back and and check it out. Um, I mean, I'd say yes, but I'd have to get caught up since I've only played up till season. Too? that's fine yeah i well that's true i've also i also haven't done that and it's kind of like it's a, it's a last hurrah for 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 the telltale series and i'm i don't know i'm at least happy that they're able to to finish it out even if it isn't you know the the company itself at least the the property that they had is going to to, to see an end um because i remember when we first covered this it was like two of the five episodes in the final season were released and the whole thing got dropped uh, and we weren't sure, and one of the things we talked about was whether or not, like, will it just be an incomplete work sitting alone on the Steam work sh- or on the Steam marketplace? That would have been sad. Uh, a game like it would have been that a really strange ruin to look at a game that was completely that was unfinished. Um, but now we won't see that. We'll actually get to see like uh, see it remade or at least finished. Wouldn't it be hilarious if it shot up in quality in the final episodes? Yikes. Like the last three episodes were just really, really good. Yeah, I mean, that would be really interesting. I, I'm also curious to, to see what people think of this game in a couple of years, regardless of the the quality of the, the story itself. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, of if, course. If the, the context surrounding it will, will stick around and people will look at this game as... Right. This very interesting Telltale's- mixed developer right. product that... Telltale survived through a disaster. Yeah, Telltale's final crusade. Well, but that's the thing. It's like in the future, will people look back on this uh, as as Telltale's final game, right? Or or Telltale's like death knell, and then like Skybound's (laughs) you know masterpiece or whatever. Like who knows? I would actually. Well, that's true because what if (laughs) what if it's good? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, and I I I don't know. I, I I didn't read that 
much up on the first two episodes of yeah. the third season. Uh, I don't remember if people were receiving it really well. I think generally it was well received. Which one? The 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 new the new season. The new the, season. Yeah, the final season. Yes, it was called. when it was announced that it was the final season. There was more of an uptick. I know that like the the frontier the new frontier one and the other episodes. Yes, those those were so not well. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about this this game, the one that made them go bankrupt. Yeah, I heard New Frontier was not good, but this I heard one Michonne was not good. Yeah, Michonne wasn't great. Yeah, wasn't good. Um, but but at least for this one, people people seem to be actually pretty excited because it is the the end of a series, and as a result, people are getting are actually pretty amped about it. And I I was interested too. I didn't initially. I didn't want to actually uh kind of go into it because I. I had abandoned. It's funny because I had I've prior to that I had abandoned The Walking Dead as a television series, and then I abandoned The Walking Dead as a game series because both had very strong starts and not great follow up. Especially yeah. the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yes. I, I would say one petered out much quicker. Well, yes, and also <laughs> went on much longer. <laughs> yes, and is still going. And on. is still going. And it's brutal. One refuses to die like a walking, <laughs> shambling corpse, as yep. we've said before. Right. And now the so walking, meta. shambling corpse is being puppeted by another. <laughs> it's, again, it's like dying before hitting the finish line. And then someone scoops up your body and puppets it across the finish line. Oh, like those disgusting things you were talking about the other night. Oh, what? Uh the, the parasite thing. Oh, yeah. Those horrifying parasites. The horrifying <laughs> insect parasite that puppets uh, insects around. Brief aside, Mike was back at the house. We were playing a bit of Red Dead. And Mike was like, you ever seen one of those freaky parasite videos where it, like, exits the body? And we were like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you put you put the praying mantis in water and then it forces the parasite it's out. horrifying. And it's just this massive black worm, basically. And then the bo- you realize the body was never moving on its own in the first place. <laughs> it was just the parasite. Yep. I, I real, can't bring sh- myself to watch that. Showed us, the, showed us a real live, real live Ouroboros. It's, it's, it's oh. one of those things where if you mention it, it's so horrifying to imagine. But it's then you're just so curious. And you just say, yeah, I gotta watch it yeah, now. It was pretty cool. Yeah. It is kind of cool. It's pretty cool. It's also is it, disgusting. Is it nature magnificent? It is. <laughs> and that's that's its true magnificence Speaking there. of magnificent nature and the horrifying ordeal, we were playing a lot of Red Dead. Uh, <laughs> we've been playing a lot of Red Dead. Or rather, I've been... You guys have been playing... Or, Mike, you've been playing a lot of Red Dead. I've been playing some here you, and there. You've been playing Red Dead. And I've just been watching a lot of you guys play Red Dead. Um, and it's a really... It's a, it's a very interesting time. And I'm curious, Mike... What what are some of your thoughts on the on the game? What Without you... giving out spoilers, right? No, yeah, no spoilers. yeah, yeah. I won't I won't spoil it. But like, what you you've played pretty far into it. I think you're pretty close to the end. Um, what are your What are some of the your takeaways or thoughts? So just generally, uh, right now. So I guess then we can get into more specific details. Yeah, because uh, I I know I've already shared a lot of uh, my thoughts on the game with you guys. Um, it's a Rockstar game, which means it's very impressive technically. It's very beautiful. It's a really highly functioning machine, basically, that's working 
at top capacity to prevent you from seeing its inner mechanisms. Did you? I checked its meta score. Uh, it's a ninety-seven from critics. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, and yeah. It's like a that's most that's, almost almost every it's insane. game they've released. Besides, like the smaller games they've published, mm-hmm. like La Noire yeah. and Max Payne Three, uh, <laughs> Max usually Payne. get like ninety-five to ninety-sevens. Yeah. Um, and I think that is because of that technical aspect. Because it is, it is so impressive. It's so large. It's so detailed that at least in the beginning, for those first ten twenty hours, it's very hard to notice the other problems within. Um, But I I think if you've played a lot of Rockstar games, I had a problem with the controls immediately, uh, as we've kind of... I've already mentioned this on Uh, here. Yeah, the the controls are, like, pretty clunky, and there are lots of... uh, Well, I read a couple of reviews, and it was like, the controls are really clunky, there's a ton of menus, and it doesn't allow you to drop anything. So it gets to the point at the end where you're just scrolling through, like six shotguns that you have but you only want one yeah yes that's true that's well, you're only able to do that on your horse right and that's another thing is that at that's the beginning of every too. mission your guns reset and all yeah. the guns you were carrying go back to your horse so you can never keep a loadout well i don't know about that because i mean i mean of course you have your handguns on right you except times, your handguns which stay on you and like most anything the, you have equipped yeah most of the time i do end up having my repeater on me anyways hmm. it's like it doesn't really reset that right Right, it does. It it, do- it it always it always resets down to the pistols. Yeah, every and not time. just that. I remember you there was you died at one point and then reloaded in and it changed. And it your took gu- away, yeah, it took away my guns that I wanted. Yeah, that was. I mean, yeah, and that that's that's a mechanical issue. I think there are a lot of mechanical issues, uh, but just on a, a base control level, uh, the fact that the animations are so detailed. And, you know, you have this this very realistic turn radius where you see Arthur take all the steps to turn around. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, ha- you have a very wide swerve to, to get indoors. And so maneuvering around close quarters looks really realistic. But if you're not, you know, controlling it very carefully, you're going to be walking in the doors. If you're running through buildings, then you're just screwed. You're going to run into everything. Mm-hmm. Um so it looks really good until it doesn't because the controls aren't accurate enough for you to be able to use the precise movements that you you need to move through even just buildings. Um, combat has the same issue, especially in close quarters. Yeah, how's the auto aim? How does it? Is it just like in other Rockstar games where it's like it's there and it's the only way you're able to hit anything? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the aiming system. I mean, it's it's a very small reticle, so it's really hard to see. It's also, it disappears quite, a, especially my. It's when you're in the snow levels. In the snow, in the or just, just anywhere where there is there is sky. Yeah. If you're outside and you're aiming at enemies in the distance, it, that white cursor will be over, you know, like white and blue sky. So you you just can't see it until you get it over an enemy when it will turn red. But it's still this this tiny little thing. Uh, in a mix of like brown and green and and white of of like a forest, and so it's very difficult to see it. Mm-hmm. So to to fight people in this game without auto aim is really difficult, right? Because it's not like it's not like 
Max Payne 3, another Rockstar game where, despite that game's flaws, they were very focused, just linear corridors where you just shoot right. people and mass. Yes. Um, but since it was so focused, they very clearly worked out the the lighting for all these combat scenarios so that you could see the cursor. Mm-hmm. They they worked out where enemies would appear. Exactly. And um, so and because it was so controlled, they kind of ha- they they could avoid that problem. Yeah, exactly. So it, Rockstar for years in, or, in order to work around this this unpredictability and the fact that they can't control each combat scenario um and they just refuse to make the aiming more precise they're just like all right auto aim uh heavy auto aim yeah where it'll just, just snap to just an enemy right to enemies well it'll snap to an enemy's chest they'll always go and then right you can move it up to it yeah right so yeah the, the degree of control that you have if you're using auto aim is you can choose to just snap right to them and shoot right away or move the gun up a little bit to their head and then shoot there right and that's not very gratifying. It gets very old. Mm-hmm. Uh, combat in Red Dead Redemption and in most Rockstar games is by far one of the weakest points. And that's why, if we want to get into this, yeah, why it frustrates me so much that every single mission, almost every single one, even the more unique ones, resolve in some sort of massive gunfight. Yeah, uh, And sometimes... There's a reason for it. It makes sense. It's like a climactic moment. Right. And then I like the gunfights because it's it's an emotional moment. Uh, and I can ignore the controls then because I'm I'm invested and immersed in the story uh, and the purpose this gunfight is serving. Other times, it's just there because I, I don't think they can think of another way to resolve it. It's it's It seems like they paint themselves into a corner where it's like, oh, no. Well, there are some cases where it's like you'll just talk to someone. And after talking to someone, some people will show up and you'll just proceed. And we, we, we've started calling them big, dumb gunfights because essentially that's what they are. Yeah. Is that it, and it's meant to, to play more on the nonsensical aspect of like, okay, I'm here. I'm talking to this person and we're having a conversation and nothing is happening that would suggest a gunfight would happen. Then all of a sudden, Como Driscoll's boys come out of the hills and you proceed to have a big, dumb gunfight just for the sake of it. Right, yeah, just because somebody shows up. Or more often than that, which I think is even more frustrating, is when you are talking with a group of people, Mm -hmm. and you're having a conversation, and you're trying to work things out, and then either one of your gang members will just randomly shoot someone for no reason, yeah, um, or the reverse, where like the other group will just get aggressive and, and just start shooting at you. And almost every single time, I'm just, like, baffled by that. I, I don't understand. Right. It's, like, why I get that it's the Wild West and that people are, you know, aggressive and this is a mean world and that everybody want, is is out to get everyone else. Right. But to the degree that every single person you meet is, like, willing to risk their life. $5 bounty. To, to, to fight you. Yes, yeah. to fight you over, like, a $5 bounty, to fight you over, like you bumping into them on the street. Yeah. It's just, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. And I wish that every single mission didn't resolve this way. Especially when, like, a good example I have of that is when I was in the city area and I walked up to this one dude who threatened me and then pulled a knife on me. 
and I'm literally less than a foot away from a cop standing there watching the whole thing <laughs> as I'm trying to dodge and weave past this dude so the cop will do something. And like two minutes go by, nothing happens. And then I finally decide to pull a knife out and defend myself. And then I kill him. <laughs> then the second that happens, they draw their guns. And then immediately I'm chased out of the city. <laughs> and the cop, freeze! It's what do you think you're doing? So stupid. Like Wow, that's, that's kind of, wow. It's like Arthur is the only person that has to face consequences in the game ever. And some, most of the time it's the most ridiculous things. Like, more than half the time in a lot of missions, it'll just be like, oh, well, you gotta run. You now have a bounty on you because we forced you to. Right. It's because yeah. I, one of the, at least one of the missions that I was watching that I, I felt that way that looked like it was going to be really interesting and smart was when you, at one point, someone is caught in a jail and you have to go break them out. And they're like, it begins, and you're like, ooh, I have to figure out a way to get this person out of jail. And I was like, in my mind, I was like, oh, maybe you have to figure out a creative way to, to get him to escape. And maybe you have to, to, to do something. Okay. Oh, and look, there's like some machinery nearby, and you can use it in a way to, to break him out. Uh, and then once you do that, you proceed to then just traipse through the city and shoot, well, not a city, town you just run through the town and it just becomes another shooting gallery um to the it, like a gratuitous shooting gallery too as your dude the guy you broke from prison can't help himself and just gunfights all over the place and i i i really wish they they like it it, it doesn't have to always end in that yeah that, that was the moment I decided that I hated that character more than anyone else in the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. So to be fair, I will all stick up for that mission a little bit just because that is early on and that is in the nature of that character. However, yeah, the reason that mission bothered me is because I didn't understand why Arthur was supporting him and what he was doing. Like, why Arthur didn't just leave. And just say, like, all right, yep, do your thing. You you go ahead and try and kill the entire town, whatever. I didn't understand why he didn't leave. I think it's beca- I think it could be because, you know, guilty by association. First of all, you broke that dude out. So good luck getting away without the cops being like, hey, you, stop there. Yeah, no, I understand that. But it also doesn't mean you have to kill the entire town, which yeah. is what he does. Yep. But, I mean, yeah, I didn't have too many problems with that. But it, it does, it, it keeps happening and then you have a lot of missions where it seems like it's almost going to be a stealthy thing. You have some robberies that you think you actually might be able to get in clean and get out clean. Yes, that and are then, designed. Yes, to- and then it always, you, you do get out clean. There's one specifically where it's a robbery. I won't say anything more specific than that, where you get in, get all the money, you leave, you have a big group of people who are just like walking away, everything's fine. Yeah, nothing bad happens. And then one of your gang members just, like, takes out their pistol and randomly just shoots a cop on the street for no reason. Like, nobody's what? looking at you. Nobody's saying anything to you. What? Yeah, you did this mission. I, I did. I. Yeah. It's in, um, uh, not, I think Valentine. Mm. The bank. Mm. Or Rhodes. Doesn't ring a bell particularly, but seems about right. Yeah. So you, and that infuriated yeah. me. So be and then like yes, uh, not be well that and mixed with the fact that like your character is the only character that seems to have any repercussions from anything or or restraint or res- yeah 
Well, but that. then you're not allowed to use restraint exactly. because you're, other people start shooting. Yeah, because you. your party members have already taken, like, just shot someone in the face. We have to take a quick moment for the weather. Real quick, and we're going to get right back to Rockstar. Currently in Iowa City, it's 25 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. It's cold, so very cold, and it's dark, and it's icy. That's kind of what you'd expect at the end of November. But guys, what does it feel like outside? Did you say the, the temperature the it's 25 degrees. It's 25. What does it feel like? Uh, it feels like 17. Okay. 21. 19. Okay. Yeah, that's oh, a, that's... Split even. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a... Wow. Correct. First time. Price wow. is right rules, I win. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, that's fine. We do do price... We default to price is right rules. Congratulations. That's fine. So yeah, it's pretty cold outside. Why well, bundle is. up? Wear something warm. But returning back to our previous conversation, yes. if we're talking about grievances, I mean, this is a minor grievance of mine. I mean, that's all. The, that's why we have this platform. Yeah, it's oh yeah, only for minor grievances. Sal- salty video game boys. But uh, <laughs> is that no, our alternate name? Kinda. Yeah. But um, no, yeah. One of the grievances I have is although they fixed this problem technically, I don't like the way they handled it. I'll just come out and say it. I am colorblind. Yes. And one of the problems I have with the game is they give options to fix that. Hmm. Though, for one, one of the options is completely, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't really change anything for me. Then the other one, it like makes everything red in the game, like this disgusting lavender purple. And it just <laughs> upsets me. But then, wow. on, but on top of that, okay. like, they still, it still doesn't affect the cursor at all. Oh. So, like, there's so the one thing you want it to affect. There, there's, well, no, that's not true. Okay. Like, I'll be, like, traveling on the road, and I have a marker, and on the map, it's very difficult for me to see the red marker on the map. Mm-hmm. So, like, often I'll trail off for a little bit, and I'll be like, oh, dang, I went the entirely different way, but... For the cursor, sometimes I can't see it in the background of things, so mm. I really have to rely on the auto-aim and just cross my fingers that I'm right, which is just like, I think at this point, it's not that hard. It really isn't. You just close your eyes and hit the hit the aim button. No, it's snap. like not that hard for a developer to put in colorblind options. Oh, yes. Well, or, actually... Or at least give me the option to like change colors on my own. Yeah. Well, and change the cursor. Yeah. Yes. For, for a game that's, that's you know, hundreds of millions of dollars yeah, and right. tons and tons of people, I'm shocked that they didn't put in more of a comprehensive... System for people who have colorblindness. You would that's, think, but it's a constant problem in a lot of games. Yeah. That's really... It's... Wow. It's frustrating. I had no idea. But uh, regarding the cursor thing, though, I think... I mean, it's a bad excuse, but excuse nonetheless for as to why you can't change the cursor is because I think they didn't want to detract from the like visual of yes, the game. Yes, the immersion. By having the, <laughs> this giant, easier-to-see cursor on the screen at all times whenever you have your gun out. Right. But like, still, like, the cursor's so small, I have to squint just to see it. I mean, if, if they wanted, they wanted to immerse you more, then they should have had Maybe, less yeah. bad combat. Maybe also don't have enemies that can take four bullets in the back. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> so can Arthur. Right. Well, exactly. So, like, that's that's one of my issues where it's like, we're doing it for realism. It's or, like, but are you, though? Well, maybe they're giving the same excuse the uh, Naughty Dog gave for Uncharted. Where they give for Uncharted? the more and more that Drake is shot in Uncharted, like, the screen gets redder and redder, and their excuse is the fact that he's not shot over and over again. It's his luck running out. Yeah, that's right. I, I, rem- I do remember hearing about this. Yes. Is that every time he's shot, his he actually uses a bit of his luck. 
to not get hit by the bullets. It grazes him. Yeah. And then eventually his something luck, hits him and he dies. His luck runs out. He's got a luck field happening around him at all times. That's the dumbest in-game thing I've I ever mean, heard. To, to explain away bad. video games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at that point, you should just acknowledge it and be like, look, it's a video game. It's like, actually <laughs> Arthur Morgan, whenever, as it gets darker, it's actually his spite and anger running out. The only reason Arthur's <laughs> able to take that many bullets is because he's so angry that he just repels them. And he's because he's mad. He's just mad about being shot. Just like my grandmother. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if she's been shot before. But it would probably take a lot. Yeah. Like 50 cent levels. <laughs> because of how angry. Yes. Yeah. She's seen the dinosaurs, man. Yeah. She fought him. No. Well, yeah, um, probably. But um, to that degree, do you... So, I love her, though. Uh, yes. We love, we love people. We love our audience, no matter what age they are here at Pixel That's Hunt. That's right. No ageism here at Pixel Hunt. Bang, bang. We're all inclusive. <laughs> no, nothing but big, dumb shoot bangs. Yeah. Uh... So, I, I suppose that, how do you feel about the, the characters and the voice acting? Or how do you guys feel about that one? Those are both really good. Yeah. Uh, the, the voice acting especially is really incredible, especially considering the, the size of the voice cast. It's over 400 people, I believe. It's yeah, a lot. and yeah. however many just hours recorded of dialogue... Um, one detail that I think is absolutely incredible, and again, this is this is Rockstar's specialty, is is the detail. Uh, unfortunately, I think I think the detail is what detracts from like the gameplay and and sometimes the story. Um, but anyway, one of the details in the voice lines is if you're riding on your horse next to another NPC and they're talking to you, if you end up getting far behind them. There are actually two recordings of, I think, every single line on horseback where if the NPC is way ahead of you, they will yell the line to you. Oh. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Huh. That's... So it's, it's, it's two different recordings for the same, for the same voice line, and... uh, which is, like, that's really impressive. <laughs> I do also like the thing they do where it's like they do it in God of War 2, the new one. Where, like, if you're having a conversation with an NPC mm-hmm. and then, like, something happens, like, you end up bumping into them or, like, you have to get off and then, like, do something and then stop mm-hmm. in the middle of the conversation, they'll be like, okay, wait, hold on. Yeah, and then we'll, you do whatever we'll you need to do and then they'll be like, okay, where were we at? Where were we at? Yeah, and then they re- re-tick it up. I actually, I really like that that style of, uh, of, of thing, especially when it... it <laughs> We there was a point, uh, and actually this was recent. This was like last night. But you were playing Mike, and a character cut themselves off. They're giving a line, like as they were talking, they skipped their own line, <laughs> uh, which was weird because they were the ones handling the pace and driving. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. That so, was odd. It's 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 again excellent voice acting and pretty good writing are undercut by a couple of mechanical things, but that's kind of what you get when you have something that is that many moving parts. Um, we've also witnessed our fair share of hilarious glitches. Just yeah. goofy, goofy things. This is um, true. Uh, a man so afraid of being apprehended by the law that he ran into the sky with his horse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it couldn't keep him aloft forever, and he eventually came down. It's true. 
with a very loud scream. Yeah. He, like, so the guy, like, ran off on his horse. The horse started, like, treading air and running above it. And then it, like, the horse fell out of the air with the guy. And there was a little audible yell as he fell. (laughs) The horse fell to the ground. The horse died. The man got up and continued running. (laughs) That was a good one. It's amazing. It's such a great... Uh, the, the, at least Rockstar glitches are hilarious and really fun to watch. Yeah. And, I mean, to clarify, the reason those glitches are so funny is because they are, they're so rare. Right, uh, they don't it, happen all the time. But Yeah, like, rare. it is still insanely polished. Same with the voice lines thing. Like, they have, they have a lot of pretty good workarounds that right. usually work. Uh, whenever you do something that would cut an NPC off or a conversation off, usually they'll say, oh, we'll continue this conversation later. Mm -hmm. Like, if you arrive at a destination before those lines finish, they'll be like, we'll have to continue this later, and then you will. Or they'll, yeah, usually it's pretty seamless. And that's, yeah, there was only one time that I've seen that happen. Exactly, yeah. So, like, when it does happen, it's really surprising because it doesn't normally, and it seems really bad, but it's because it is so occasional. Same with, like... Been getting a lot of texture pop in recently. Oh boy, have since we? the end of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the real pop in. Yeah, and it's really bad. Some but it hadn't happened throughout pops. most of the game. Yeah. Now it's happening a ton. Now it's popping. <laughs> it's on and popping in. Yeah. Oh boy. So it's it's odd when when it comes up so suddenly because it you know it it happens so rarely. Um, generally speaking, though, considering how large it is, it is it's incredibly polished. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really a fun time. And also, uh, just one last score. <clears throat> just one last score. One the- last <laughs> score. We, we've also had, the, the characters themselves are actually really fun to watch. Uh, cause some of them, like, it, 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 it I, in my opinion, it feels like I'm watching a television show. And it, it, you know that when you watch a television show for long enough, you really start to kind of get into the characters. Uh, and some of the characters, it's one of those things of like, I love harping on one of the main characters, Dutch, and how he's, like, actually incredibly incompetent in everything he does. Mm, uh, that's debatable. Well, he's not a great he's not a great gang leader. Get, you get too into it, might be, like, weary of spoiling some things. Oh. But, like... Yeah, he... Just, like, a lot of his plans don't go great. And when they don't, he gives some interesting reasons for why he continues to go. Some very interesting reasons. He just needs one more score. Just one more score. And that's that's become the shorthand joke whenever Dutch gives a talk. It's just just one more score. We just need one more score. We just gotta... Come on, Arthur. You haven't given to the camp in a long time. It's like... What about uh, loyalty, son? Uh, what a, what Arthur, a, I've noticed you've stopped giving to the people. You're like, what? You're like, I just donated $1,000 like two days ago. Perhaps. <laughs> Nobody you, else did that, and you're yelling at me. <laughs> That's yeah. a good way. I actually really dislike when when games do that, because it's a fantastic way to make you dislike characters that otherwise you can tell the game is trying very hard to make right. likable is to have especially in the beginning you. like dutch is supposed to be very likable yeah he's supposed for, to be. yeah he's he's incredibly charismatic and you know as as the game goes on you learn more about him and you know maybe that's a little bit more of a facade but 
initially it's like the game wants you to like him a lot and there's no better way than to ruin that by having him like pester you right, about like, game mechanics well what about the money which is th- this this goes for all games yeah i i can't think of a specific example right now but there are a bunch of games where you have npcs that are otherwise likable that are completely ruined by the fact that they exist to just like shove mechanics oh, in your face i know preston garvey yeah exactly <laughs> oh preston though though he wasn't a good oh, character he was cardboard to begin with yeah, he's yeah, pretty he's, bad and he's then, literally the worst and character then was in made my my least favorite character by being like there's another settlement that needs your help and i'm like yeah. i don't preston leave me alone i don't this is why i don't take you out on missions yeah. let me mark it on your map and you're like no preston don't <laughs> like, mark i it have on enough my stuff on my map it's like he, he don't doesn't like anything you do either he's That's, always he dislikes that Mm-hmm. Everything that isn't like hoity-toity Paragon kind of stuff. And the only good character in that game was Piper. And nope. maybe Nick Valentine. Valentine. Hancock. Oh, yeah. Hancock I love Hancock. From oh, and I, Strong. My, no. Don't milk remember Hancock. Kind, he's milk the, of Human he, Kindness. He's the, mute, the super mutant you end up running into. I love he's, uh, he's Nick He's hilarious Valentine. to have with you, though. I'm sure. Like, like you lockpick doors, and then it says, Strong dislike that. Like, what? What do you mean? What, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> he also prefers when you eat corpses, go naked, and like hit things with, with big yeah. sticks. It's pretty funny. Hit, hit, do melee. Oof. Yeah. You gotta change up your play style when you play with Strong. And what, oh, about, yeah. what about Buzz Lightyear? Yeah, Buzz Lightyear himself, the su- the space marine extraordinaire, paladin dance, paladin private dancer, dancer for money. No, he's a paladin. Okay. Yeah. Gosh. Uh, and Deacon. Deacon was cool too. Yeah, Deacon was fine. Okay. I he was all right. I I preferred. I actually like Macready quite a bit. I think it was cool that they brought him back from three. Yeah, I think also, that was really cool. Matt Mercer voiced him. So. Oh yeah. It's a, it's a little bit of a bias. bias. Yeah, I do love oh, well. Matt Mercer. Big bias. Um, so at least, at least in that regard, we have to take a brief moment and hear a word. But we will be right back after this. Yes. Yes. Indeed. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think all in all, uh, Rockstar has again. It it kind of shows they've spent immense amounts of time and money and resources on this game and it's kind of like a repeat of gta 5 where it's like yep it's a big beautiful game they did a they evidently put a ton of work into yes yes but it also shares all the problems of gta 5 yes and every game i think they've ever made rockstar which is like a rockstar game is a rockstar game yeah like no matter what and that's it's it that's why it's like it kind of feels like a cowboy mod of gta 5 right well, that's why, yeah, I, I really think what what I wanted out of this game, especially with all the hype that came before about how dynamic the world was going to be, uh, right. and especially the, re- the reactions to how you acted in the world. Yeah, we were promised everything in a pair of horse testicles. Um, and yeah, all, the, all this stuff about, <laughs> yeah, exactly. All this stuff about how you'd be treated differently by the amount of, of bounty on you which and it doesn't happen five dollars and someone will, will yes, start shooting they will you. shoot you and kill you for five dollars they will shoot you and kill you for two hundred dollars right same thing also one of the i think it's a fallacy too because when you have a five dollar bounty someone will try to shoot you and you defend yourself and shoot them uh, and then your bounty's like a hundred dollars and you're like well now i'm 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 really in it now yeah 
which well, is it's 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 just it's just like GTA, all the GTAs, uh, and the first Red Dead, all, all of them. In that, it's you do anything to anyone, and cops are after you. Basically, that's it. Yeah. Even if it was provoked, even if someone attacked you first, whatever, as long as it's witnessed by someone, cops are after you, and oh. you have to escape them or kill well, them. At that- least in GTA Five, like you would just get the wanted on you, like the amount of stars. But like, yeah, but the cops will. Well, yeah, and actually, in GTA Five, did it the better. The cops will just because one star they would arrest you. Yeah. Oh yeah. But like in Red Dead Two, you'll have that, and then on top of that you'll have this huge bounty that'll follow you for no matter it doesn't matter if you evade them or not and you you go near that at all and then cops are going to be on you again immediately always yeah. until you pay it off right which i always thought was kind of a goofy thing cuz to go into town if someone sees you you can potentially get like well i think it makes sense right i think it's cool but like you you could just change your look and apparently get around that right i'd still love it if like as you enter the post shop the the post shop to the the post office yes correct (laughs) post Post shop shop. post office to pay off your debt they like dude behind the counter pulls a gun on you and it's like put your hands up you're wanted and you're like i'm just here just shoots you in the face to pay off that's never happened to me i know i just thought it'd be goofy if that if that happened no it doesn't thankfully um so yeah, I, I think, but the game is is a big, big beautiful game. It's fantastic. It's really, really they've outdone themselves. Um, again, I, I can't wait for uh, uh, for the sequel to L.A. Noir Rockstar. Please, no, you've please. shot enough hostages. Shh. Hey, that only happened like one time, over and over again. Yeah, I only shot the hostage once. Uh, that game is incredible, and I love L.A. Noir, and I please Rockstar. Please make another one. Well, they didn't make it. I know. Please, the studio re- that made please it is re- gone. I know. Please reform Team Bondi yeah. and make it a, <laughs> make a new one. <laughs> I mean, if Skybound can do it with Telltale, Rockstar can do it with with Team Bondi. I think that's a bit different. What? No. No. Much larger scale. What? Yeah. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> uh no that's correct i i pray we'll see i i don't know i also think this kind of it's one of those things where it's like it was a very safe investment on rockstar's part they didn't like and it's not it's not a bad thing that it was a safe investment because it was a good it's a good game but like eh, maybe i'm i'm interested to see perhaps where they go yeah or maybe yeah. if they will try something bigger i definitely bring agree back, it is very safe bring back undead nightmare yeah <laughs> <laughs> They probably, I mean, yeah. It's, I don't remember I, that being that good, though. I am the okay. biggest sucker for most things zombie. So if they do that, I'm getting it. <laughs> I remember you could get a unicorn. Yeah, that's you can true. Get it. And the horses of the apocalypse. The horses of the apocalypse. And if you got all four of them, you got the unicorn. <laughs> nice. Makes sense. Hooray. Yeah, that makes sense. It's yeah. just as it was foretold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the Bible. Man, I wasted a lot of time doing that. A lot of people missed the unicorn section in Revelations. Oh, man. It was a long section. Yeah, it's a long one. It's and it's God, right there at the end. They, they, yeah. And then there was a unicorn. And God decreed, let there be a horse with a horn on it. That's why, I did, if, if any of you noticed, last time you went to church, there was just like a whole last section just That's, torn out. Right. 
Why there's a yeah. stained glass window of a big prancing the unicorn? Church hates that. Yeah, they just tear it right out of there. <laughs> like get out of here, every, every Unic- Bible unicorn. It's actually, why that's actually why Martin Luther left. That's right, because of the unicorn. Exactly. <laughs> it was actually a hundred theses, and the last one was like, "How come we don't talk about the unicorns anymore?" Was it ninety five? Was it was it ninety nine or ninety five? Ninety five theses. It was. Oh, okay. There were ninety six, and the ninety six was a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. What's going on? <laughs> um, so yeah, these are the things uh, that uh, at least are, are. Is I mean, do you have any final things to say about Rockstar? Uh, any any like big parts of it? Anything we missed? Oh, we gonna, yes, I do. I remember. Why don't they let you use profanity when naming your horse? Oh, ridiculous. because of the online. Absolutely but ridiculous. Online's not even up yet. It's in yeah. beta, but they're already prepping but for the online. I can almost guarantee it's going to be like Red Dead Redemption 1's online. But like, it's then you, make it you, so you can make an online name right. and a single player well, like, name. Didn't you like, you managed to name your horse, like you just cut a single word out, a single letter out of a word yes. that was profanity and made it not profanity, yes. but apparently you can't say, I hate Rockstar. Right, <laughs> yes, because I was getting really frustrated with the with the filter. Yeah, so it was, it was really annoying. It's I, like Rockstar I, sucks is like not something you can you say. Can't, yeah, you can't do that. You can't do sucks in any way. Uh, you can't do... What about with three C's and a Q? Uh, I didn't try that. There we go. I think I did S-U-X and like S-U-C-S variations of that. And it didn't work. Uh, And like some other things. And then I was like, all right, I'm just going to write, I hate Rockstar. And then that was profanity. <laughs> That's It's not profanity. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it's uh, insulting. Yeah. But it's meant to be. I also love. Why is there profanity? I also around a single player game. I, and well, it's not, rated M. Yeah, a rated M yes. game for profanity doesn't allow profanity in the yeah. game. But it's like, and I'm immature, and I want to have my horse named after something that I find inappropriate and funny. Yeah, yeah. Because I on. have a bad sense of humor. Come on, Rockstar, let us all be five year olds. Yeah, or so, seven year olds. Or you know, age. I uh, I'm frustrated. Yeah. Are you upset? I'm upset. <laughs> um, yeah, I that I don't understand that. And I, by the way, get ready, y'all, for the craziest cash grab ever. Because if you think Rockstar made a lot of money on GTA Five Online, get set for them to make about the same amount of ridiculous amounts of money on GTA, or excuse me, I mean Red Dead Redemption Two. <laughs> What do you think the currency cards are going to be called now? Ooh, ooh. Because it was, it was shark cards for GTA. Was it shark cards? Shark cards. It'll what be is like, it going to be here? It'll outlaw. be like outlaw cards or poker cards or dumb. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah po- <laughs> poker Something cards. really stupid. Oh. And like they're going to make so much money off of those children playing that game. The Yeller Feller Endeavor cards. <laughs> That's right. That's that's the true sequel. <laughs> Yeller, Yeller Feller Endeavor coming out. And what, and what was the other one? Blue Dude like, Bamboozle? Blue dude yeah, Blue Bam- Dude Bamboozle. <laughs> Just dumb alternates of the... I mean, it fall, technically, whoever did that like was really smart because like, they followed the naming convention where the first two words rhyme. Or kind of a, a, a either a half... Like Red Dead. Yeah, Red Dead, Blue Dude, and Yeller Feller... <laughs> That's pretty good. 
Yeah. <laughs> Yeller Feller Endeavor is the best one. Yeller Feller Endeavor is great. Blue Dude Bamboozle is one of my favorites. Uh, <laughs> as you quest for one last score. Uh, just one more score. Just one more. Um, that also, like, oh, how do you feel about the, 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 we'll call it the Mexico portion from Red Dead 1 portion of Red Dead 2? So oh. I won't say where it is, but there is a point where it, it you, it's there, similar. Yes, there, there's a point where you leave the main map. And you go somewhere For else. a little bit. What did you think of that? Yeah, it's bad because it's all combat. Yeah. How long did it last for again? It was pretty short. I think it was overall like an hour. Seriously? Damn. Yeah. It was, it was like three missions, right? It's, it's like an hour, hour and a half. Uh, you get involved in this this political battle for no reason that none of the characters have any stake in for right. score for score for well, yeah, exactly. not even for, for score, score. not no, just just to leave yeah no not even for score and not even just to leave because at one point dutch is like we we got to do this guys for the peace for freedom and you're like what are you talking about we we were marooned here yeah uh and it's yeah so you're you're not invested in in the combat which like i said the only time i like the combat is when it serves as uh, a climax of right. the story. And the final battle of that segment is re- is like, honestly, there is no skill required. It's literally pointing a gun at a thing and shooting it four times. Well, yeah, that's that's all of them. Yeah. So, like, that's not the thing I have a specific problem with. I have that problem with the combat in general. I see. But the reason that this entire section is so much worse is because it was just... Uh, it had so little story, and it was just a series of combat encounters strung together. Especially that last mission, right, was actually like three or four missions strung together of just where fighting. you would just yeah yeah you just shoot a bunch of people, then you'd like run to a different area, shoot more people, run to a different area, and they were all different missions technically, right. So it, it was just like completely anti-story, just shooting people for like an hour, and it was. Not enjoyable because... Well, nothing mattered, and nothing... It made no difference. Nothing... Yes, nothing mattered. Yeah, the entire section didn't really need to exist. But the best points of combat are when they come, I think, usually at the end of a chapter. uh, When, like, things go bad, and then you have to escape from a town where Mm -hmm. things were going well before, and everybody liked you. Right. And And now it's just like, oh, the tables have completely turned. Now this is looking fairly hopeless. We need to run. Where are we going to go? And you have to fight off like an entire town. That works. Yes, I like all those sections. Well, because those are good alert. narrative beats. Spoiler alert. I mean, those aren't of, spoilers. Not really. I mean, like it. Yeah, you. We don't say where or which. Town. I'm just. It's I'm like, just saying you are being. You. You have to escape from places. Yeah, you gotta gotta run points. away. You gotta tactically retreat. Yeah, for another score. For another score, while you're scoring. Correct. And it's it's definitely not. I mean, this is something that happens throughout the game at like many points. Yes, you're just running from place to place. Um, which I, I guess the final issue I have with the game is the story, which is also very similar to other Rockstar games. Right. In that it it's doesn't. A, it's about people making money. It's about people, yeah, just committing crimes. Uh, there's some decent character building, but most of it doesn't happen until the last few hours of the game. Um, which is what I'm realizing now. Like, I'm finishing up the game right now, and I'm getting a lot of character detail. And right. I'm just like, wh- where is this coming a from? A lot of character I mean, redemption, even to the point where, like, you're being given options 
in prior well given option to do things that prior to the end part of the game you were never able to do right that are kind of acting as like moral absolvements like it's like oh look your character's not bad you can do good things yeah cool it doesn't really bother me as much because i'm pretty invested in all the characters and the point where i'm at Mm -hmm. where i still like all of them enough where it doesn't bother me that they're not developing as fast i see so well except for a couple of the characters yeah Yeah, still you know the one still well and just not too fond of uncle He's kind of... I don't know who that boring. is. boring. Yeah, exactly. Ah, there's, <laughs> yeah. Nothing, there's nothing to him. Or Pearson. Who? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know those people. Or, I think it, it's... Sorry, go ahead. Or sadly enough, most of the women... Yeah, you actually don't get... Great uh, you don't get a lot from them. And even the one... Uh, who was the one that whose husband got murdered at the beginning? Sadie. Sadie? Sadie? Adler. Yeah. I w- I'd love to see more of her stuff. I'd really enjoy I believe, seeing. I believe you do. She, she's yeah. She develops more. Oh, yeah? especially okay. like towards the end. Yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, and it, it's it's good, but it would be so much stronger if there's a lead into it, and there isn't really. You know, they they talk before the end of the game, obviously, and are saying a lot of things. Uh, so you get aspects of their personality, and the voice acting is obviously incredible. The dialogue is pretty good throughout. Um, so it's, it's very well written and the characters are, are likable and interesting, but not to the degree that they really have arcs mm-hmm. or, or development. You just, you get their base personalities, I think until like the end of the game when they're just like, Oh, all, That's all like, the character details, ooh. which this is all rockstar games. They right. always do this. Well, like, yeah, especially in GTA five where like at the very, very, very end, is when people start changing and, yeah. all, and being dynamic. And, and things are developing. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, static characters all the way until you hit a very specific point in the very late game. Right. Yeah, that is true. I'll give you that one. Yeah. And I think sometimes sometimes it works for some characters. Other characters, I'm like, where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. Where is this character coming from? Where is this change coming from? Because there was no indication that it was happening beforehand. Right. Is it like a, a a reversal of character, or like they come to certain, like they just start being like, "What? I never like this." And you're like, "What?" Yeah, I, re- reversal of character. Uh, I I have specific examples, but I don't want to say too much. Right, right, right. But just suffice it to say, I think there there are characters who, um, say like are very likable and and intelligent. That by the end of the game, it like makes them out to be very, very stupid, mm-hmm. um, and it, it just seems to come out of nowhere. And then, um, a couple. I mean, yeah, I, other developments that I do enjoy that seem, I guess, more likely and and believable. Like I said before, they they just come too suddenly, right? Um, because I, I I'm just kind of wondering why why didn't this character have this conversation with other earlier right uh, or why or like are we why are we like hearing it. about this now exactly like why at the end of the game I mean I get that it's desperate now but it's been desperate before throughout so it's like I should have been getting pieces of this throughout desperate er yeah it's desperate not, now it's desperate er <laughs> red uh, dead redemption red dead redesperate too yep exactly um so yeah for those of you by the way. For those of you joining us at the top of the hour, you're listening to Carry UI 89.7 FM, Iowa City, Iowa City's former sound alternative. Ta-da! Legal ID. 
Um, and uh, we're discussing, uh, well, we were discussing uh, Rockstar and Rockstar's Red Dead Redemption 2, of which uh, a couple of us have been playing quite a bit of. Um, it is a, it's a pretty fun game, though. It's, it's, it's enjoyable. It's got a really beautiful, it, it looks very fantastic with a couple of mechanical and like a few inconsistencies but again it's it's kind of that thing is like we're critiquing something that is on pol- like if you were to look at it as a whole incredibly well polished and an amazing game fantastic just like doesn't mean we can't still find small bits of it that we you know have a take issue with but ultimately this is a this is a very good game yeah. yes yes it is a really impressive game still um and so, speaking of which, I actually also wanted to transition and for the rest of the episode kind of talk about, uh, we actually, uh, again, are our solitary fan. No, I'm just kidding. Not our solitary fan. We have handfuls. Exactly. One of our fans uh, asked about, or wanted us to talk about Atomic Heart, uh, which is an upcoming uh, video game being produced by a Russian developer known as Mundfish uh, mm-hmm. that have headquarters in Moscow. Uh, and essentially from the opening trailers, and they've, they've released a couple of them, uh, it seems to be a mix of Fallout 76 and Metro Last Light uh, and Bioshock uh, and kind of all those things wrapped up together. Near a little bit. Near. Oh uh, yeah, near. Yeah, with some of the with the way that some of the robots look. Yeah. Um, and it's a game that's kind of designed and created to be like the Soviet Union in the 1960s is at its heyday and technology has got advanced very far and all the technical technological advancement of the you know of the early soviet union was kind of realized uh and so according to their own by the way this was absolutely written by the developers i'll read it out for you guys and see if you can tell atomic heart is an action rpg game the story is about all the things that could have happened in the reality of the ussr but didn't technical revolution has already occurred robots the internet holograms have already been invented uh, but all these innovations are immersed in the atmosphere of communism, imperialism, and confrontation with the West. The protagonist of the game is a Soviet KGB officer, and his party sends him to the facility 3826 and are waiting for the, re- for the report. The world of the game consists of several regions and open parts of the surface with different biomes. It has a multi-level structure with surface and underground abandoned departments of the facility. The combat system in ordinary, non-PvP regions encourages the use of melee weaponry, while in PvP areas we give players more freedom and don't limit the use of the firearms. Most of the enemies are a variety of combat vehicles produced at the factory. Each robot was originally made to serve the needs of the Soviet industry or help Soviet citizens in daily life. The robots are implemented with a combat program that should be activated in case of a war. So, interesting concept. Definitely written by, like... A little bit of non-native. A l- little bit of non-native, but, English like, a- an impressive amount of of execution, at least in the trailers and in the um, and in the, the promotional material for the game. We haven't seen any gameplay demos, so, of course, we can't make any kind of, like, we have... I have no idea what this game looks like or what it even produced. They did create and release a VR experience called the Soviet Luna Park. Uh, in which you have to fight your way through different areas. And I believe these kind of act as concept for what we've seen. Um, They clearly have some incredibly strong visuals in their opening, like really distinct uh, rooms and designs, and it looks like all the tech and the retro-futurism that you see in, like, Fallout and Bioshock are there. And, like, there's some really strong design elements. And so what's, what's going to... 
be the real defining factor is, of course, the, the, the gameplay and the combat, specifically with an interest on melee weaponry encounters. I, I wonder how that's going to go. It essentially, it almost takes on the role of, like, Skyrim, kind of. Or it's like you can have guns, but for the most part, you're going to you're encouraged to use melee weapons. And well, I just kind of wonder, like, yeah. I think that could be interesting because I mean, I know there were portions of the trailer where it seemed like there were like zombie aspects. Yeah, like where like could play into a lot of things. Where like one, you use a gun, that could be bad news for you because then there's a lot more of them you have to handle. Or two. There's not that much ammo, so you should probably save that. Yeah, and, and some of the enemies that... Like, that's another thing that seems to be really interesting is that the the enemy types that they're showcasing, like, there's, like, these weird, like, water things, like, collections of light and water that just move around and seem to envelop other people. There's, like, uh, like robots and zombies and, like, all kinds of ridiculous stuff. And I kind of like, and also the, it's also worth noting that the the trailer itself is kind of set to this jazzy, upbeat, like, Soviet music that is like, it's kind of like electro swing, kind of. Um, It's really kind, it's it's really interactive and really engaging, and I think they're going to try to go for the 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 madcap angle that you see in like in Fallout games and I I wonder how they're going to to put that all together especially I I appreciate and I really enjoy getting this perspective too because I've kind of I like now that we're getting um games from from like from out of Russia we can kind of finally see like what like I have I know absolutely nothing about the soviet union in the 1960s or even like the retro futuristic aspects and aspirations of the soviet union so it'd be really cool to get that perspective on it i don't know what 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 would you want to see in something like this what what is something like if if based on the concept that you've seen or some of the material what's something you'd want to to experience through that i don't know that's that's a good question i guess from seeing the trailer the the experience i expect is one that is kind of a a mix of uh prey and like stalker Mm -hmm. almost right um something that takes place in like the same general vicinity at least um if not necessarily the same era uh but i've always been interested in the aesthetic so like Chernobyl is something that yeah a lot of movies have focused on, um, not always well. Uh, <laughs> Chernobyl, Chernobyl Diaries is incredibly Ooh. bad. I love it. <laughs> I thought I, it was I love fine. How ba- I love how it's bad that bad. movie is. It's no, bad. It's a that it's a bear, fun time to watch. It yeah. is fun. It's like oh no, they've been attacked by a CGI bear. Oh man, that bear. Yeah, I remember that. that bear's rough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you can anyway. <laughs> Um, Maybe the radiation's so bad it, it makes the bear CG, look like it's it makes bad the CGI. bear CGI, <laughs> or or that's that's like their their vision, <laughs> like their... or it does that to the cameras. It makes everything look like right, CGI. exactly. Um, <laughs> it interacts oh, no. with the cameras. Oh no, it's turning everything into CGI. <laughs> Um, but, but yes, yeah, it's 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 really cool aesthetic. Well, especially when you compare it to games, because I know you really liked Prey. And you like System Shock too a Love lot. Prey. So like I is that kind of what what you'd want? That would that would definitely be I, I mean, I, I will not say no to more prey. 
uh, I don't know if well, they're definitely taking inspiration from from Bioshock and, and, and System it, Shock. It also seems like they're taking like and also from Prey quite a bit, especially with the aesthetics. Yes. Uh, right now, after watching the trailer, I'm some of the visuals were were so arresting and unique, but it is. It seems like a pretty big hodgepodge right now. Yes, it's, it's kind of yeah. It's it's like the Evil Within. Oh, the first uh, Evil Within effect. Yeah, the, the first one where it's we have so many cool ideas for visuals and gameplay mechanics, and we're gonna throw them all in there. Right. And like a ton of monsters that have no thematic relation whatsoever. We're just gonna have put them in. Like they look really cool, and we're just gonna put them in there. It's like, why do we have a man with a super chainsaw? Because right. we wanna, because uh, Resident Evil. So I, I, I guess more than anything, without like prescribing what I want from the gameplay. Okay. Um, what I do want is is the same, the same really interesting aesthetics from that trailer, but but focused. Yeah. I want them to to focus it down to like a, a singular aesthetic that still is as arresting but right. isn't as just well, like, broad. I and that's the thing is like I think it's cool that it's like oh it's a it's a facility with a bunch of different research departments. Okay. But again, yes, unify it up. Right. Well, because they, they yeah, there there was there were like these lab environments that looked kind of like Prey and Resident Evil right. kind of crossed together. You had like the bloody guy in the bathtub. Yeah. The, then then the, you have like an Arctic biome, and then like yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and then you have like outdoor environments that look completely different. It yeah. looked like Horizon Zero Dawn, that very first shot in yeah. the trailer, uh, which is like a completely different aesthetic and was very very strange and jarring to me. Um, both individually looked really cool, but together it's very strange. I like, see, yeah. imagine playing that game where it... Imagine playing Horizon Zero Dawn where you walk into, like, a lab that but looks like, like that. But it looks like a prey lab, and you're like, what yeah, is all this? Yeah, and you're just like, this? This, is not, this is not the same game. So, yeah. Um, I, I, I still think it's very much in development. So I, Yeah, right, right, exactly. They are, That's of course, like. there are pre-order options, though, which is a little concerning. Yeah, it seems very early, Before especially with some of those the... combat things looked a little yeah. janky, yeah. the animations. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, sorry about interrupting. No, but okay. uh, before we get into the horrors of pre-ordering, um, I mean, I think if they do all that stuff together well, it could be like the making of a pretty good game. Yeah, I, I, that's the other thing is like if, again, right now, because we're only seeing little little snaps, If I think you can have vastly different biomes if you lead into them. If there's a if there's a way for you to like maybe don't have it just jump straight into that, but if you have a designated area that's like we redesign like this part of the facility is designed to be like an alpine forest, and there are parts of it that you can still see that you're in the facility. I think that would be kind of cool, but I agree, like a straight alpine forest and a robot lab, kind of if they're right next to each other, it'll feel. But yes, yes, I I, I agree with you, but I I don't even think it's just the environments. I think it's the enemies where, again, you have, like, this very Horizon Zero Dawn forest area Mm -hmm. with robots flying around and then a lab with, like, horror game monsters. Exactly. Well, there seems to be, be like, action RPG and horror elements. Right. Which is fine. You can combine those. I mean, like, yeah, Prey did that. Yeah. Uh, But 
the robotic enemies and the the alien enemies were both consistent in the world. Uh, right. Whereas this, just from the trailer, it, it just looks like so many, so many ideas. There are so many concepts. Like there are happening. so many yeah. different monsters and like robot types that look like from separate games. Yeah, they're, they just found a like, and that's the and yeah, I see what you mean. There, are, there's so many different models and so many different uh, right. enemies that you can encounter in Prey. There's like one type of robot, and like there's a couple of different types. There's only about what six or seven types of of typhons typhoons i mean there are a decent amount of of typhons and i i guess yeah i don't know probably like 10 maybe 10 types but the variety is not a bad thing yeah i'm just saying like but yes they're so wildly different that it's it's like hard to see how they go together and i know this is all this is just trailer it's just speculation but some of their pre-order stuff doesn't make sense to me though so like there's one that's like pre-order for 30 dollars and it's the full game. It's half off the retail price if you pre-order just the game. And you get you get the full game. You get a digital soundtrack, a, be- a behind-the-scenes video, and a digital art book. So they've uh, des- they've designed their pre-order to to kind of oh, and a three-day head start access to the full game before launch, and access to the beta version in quarter four of 2019. So there's a beta announced, or at least according to the website, in in like next year around this time is when they're going to put something into beta. Uh, and then there's the pre-order for $44.99, which is 25% off the retail price, plus uh, the Founders bonuses, which allows you a Founders mask and a badge and a digital art book. And then there's the, pre- there's the big boy pre-order uh, for $90, where it's like the full game, uh, all the additional stuff, a personal ID to the facility... 3826 employee with your photo that grants access to a u- unique location in the game and your photo and name is placed on the wall at the safe zone. Yeah. You also accent cool. So yeah. Um I don't know. I I am I'm, I'm interested. I I'm I'm impressed that they've at least given they've given a, a a specific time period for when their beta is going up. So we'll see. I think that around that time is when we're going to start looking into it. That worries me. Why a couple of those things. One, the the half off pre order. That worries me because that's kind of like buy it now, buy it now before well, yeah. you realize what's going on. Well, that's that's why. Like, I'm not I'm not gonna touch that at all no. until I see something. But it, that the fact that they have it up now is either a good thing or like concern. We'll see. Moving forward, yeah. we'll see. And like, I think what they're hoping for is they're setting up the infrastructure now so that when they have more stuff. It's a little more readily available. I that's what I hope, at least. And it also bothers me that that beta would be coming out in the fourth quarter, which makes me think about the whole beta garbage that's going on with seventy six. <laughs> what do you where, mean? Well, when when they put out a beta of like a week or two before the game comes out, that's not a beta. That's the game. That's the game you're playing, and if you don't realize that, then <laughs> gotcha. Well, that's it's another thing. It's like beta is the new early access. That's exactly what it is, or like demo. Yeah, it's like uh, it's not really a demo. Should be like before the game's finished, not yeah. right before it launches. Yeah, which I just I, I have so many words to be said about Fallout seventy six. I Con- think next week we country should... roads intensifies. It, yes, I think next week I would like to focus on that because I am salty boy regarding seventy six <laughs> here at Video Game Salt Boys, where right. we just be salty about every video game that comes out, yeah. every single one. 
I blame the community. Yeah? Wait, really? <laughs> oh, no. I mean, we got... That, that, that was sarcastic oh. remark of salty video game community. Oh, yes. Yes. Salt all the time. Keep salting. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do think that this game itself presents a pre- a uh, like at least some really strong visuals and like this is actually kind of funny <laughs> because here are some of the responses from IGN, PC Gamer, and Polygon. So IGN says coolest trailer of the year. Uh, PC Gamer says Russian developer Munfish quietly released the first trailer for Soviet era shooter Atomic Heart last week and it drew a crowd almost immediately. Polygon said the game looks like someone scrapped Bioshock Fallout and Metro 2033 for parts while also looking like it while also looking like its own bizarre thing. Flying drones and undead enemies intermingle with clown robots and some of the most and some sort of fluid tentacle creature. The trait the trailer hints at horrors and secrets without showing all all of its cards. And Game Bite says Atomic Heart looks amazing. And I think they all hit on a a clear point, especially that last one. It looks <laughs> looks pretty interesting. It looks interesting. Wow, how descriptive. It looks good. It looks pretty cool. Looks, Atomic Heart looks amazing. Thanks, Game Bite. That's some hard hitting games journalism. <laughs> And why no one takes this entire thing seriously. You could do that. What? It looks good. Yeah. Give uh, me money. <laughs> that looks pretty good. It's like, ah, all right, cool, game bite, cool. But I, I at least Polygon, like, put in the effort. That's pretty, yeah, pretty yeah. good title. Yeah. What? Polygon. Yeah, Polygon had a good title. Yeah. What was it again? The game looks like someone scrapped Bioshock uh, Fallout yeah. Metro 2033 for parts looking like its own like it, I think it, it's it, pretty accurate. it provided like a, a good rundown of the trailers which i thought was nice mm-hmm. um and yeah so all in all i think that we can ex- i am not expecting the world from munfish but i'm interested to see what they what they bring out Spe- yeah they uh we'll see we'll see i don't know do you guys have any i don't know is there anything else you're interested in for for this game specifically or for this genre because we've started to see a few more of them and i would i would almost attribute these types of games to like it it, to for me at least as far back as i can i can tell it seems to have started with like system shock 2 and then like got revamped with bioshock and then prey kind of became part of this and like uh and now atomic heart where it's like really it's using retro futurism to create a, a really distinct identity and feel for the facility. Um, like, and, and that's the, that's the interesting part. The, the real, the, one of the, like the facility kind of acts like a character in its own right. It's got its own personality and everything. So I'm excited to see that. I don't know about melee combat though. It looks pretty heavy too, which I'm interested in. Well, that depends Melee combat can be pretty interesting, depending on how you do it. Right. Like, can you straight up, like, combo some robo-clown dudes? I'd, I'd love that. Probably I'm, not. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's it's probably going to be more, it's going to be, like, really weighty. Like and, Skyrim's type stuff, I imagine, where it's like you have to kind of time your... Hopefully not like Skyrim. Yeah. Well, skyrim like Skyrim's melee is bad. It's bad. Hopefully, like... I don't know. What's a good example? <laughs> For honor. <laughs> Actually, you know Get what? You know what's, uh... I mean, it's not it's not very complicated, but on a base level, it works really well. Yeah. The first condemned game. Oh yeah. The second one to a degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You pick up like pipes and stuff. Yeah, and it's and, pretty and whack good. people with them. It's really weighty, and if you strike at the wrong time, 
you're yeah. gonna take a lot of damage and right. get hit back. Yeah. I, I like that though, but I see what you mean on that. Or it's yeah. like, yeah, you may have to to wait and to be patient and like you have to use the. I like those. I like that a lot. Right, and then like prey where well, it'll probably be most like prey, and that if you're using a melee weapon, the best option is usually to try to find ways around enemies. Right to get around and to not, to move to, and use melee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which I, I actually, I like that a lot. I, I kind of prefer that over first-person shooter stuff uh, because it, it, it at least forces you. It's like, all right, you have to understand which part of the enemy you're attacking from. And if you can get behind them, you might be able to, you know, score a bit more damage on them. Right, yeah. Incentivizes yes. uh, dynamic player action. Well, and then even then, pew, pew, there's, pew, pew, there's pew. still firearms in it, so you still have right, that there, option. There are firearms where, like, if you really need it, you can jump in and start going in guns blazing. Um but I, and I, I I like that. I'm I'm excited to see what they what they present us with. You go, Munfish, you weirdos. Um. So yeah, you guys. Uh, by the way, I haven't even shilled once, except for now. If you like what you heard, you can find us on SoundCloud. You just go onto SoundCloud and you type in Pixel Hunt. We'll Your be favorite celebrities. Yeah, celebrities. Oh my. Wow. <laughs> Listen to our Ooh. webinar. Oh. <laughs> Don't say that. Eight, Synergy. Seven Central uh, Saturday. Yeah. No, not actually. No, we're no. Thankfully, we do not, not do a webinar. We do. We not. have no knowledge not, to not, share. Not yet on the web. <laughs> we, yeah, we will soon. <laughs> we'll have a webinar. We'll embrace the power of the webinar. <laughs> Synergy. It's a ridiculous word. I love it's, it. It's so absurd. Uh, but yes, if you like what you heard, you can find us online on SoundCloud. You look up Pixel Hunt. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Pixel Hunt Radio Show. You can at me at, on Twitter, at a Pixel Hunt. Um, thank it. you again to our fans who like give us feedback and ask us uh, to, to, to hear about certain things. We really enjoy hearing from you. Thank you for, for interacting. Um, yeah, and, and you know, we'll see you guys next week. It's great to be back, and I think... After I think it's next week and then another and then one more week after that and then we're done. So uh at least for the semester and then yes. we'll be back. Correct. But uh yeah, thank thank you all so much. Thank you. Uh we, we love you. We love Hi, welcome to Walmart. I love you. Um that's an idiot. It's actually it's actually Costco. Yeah, welcome to, Welcome to Costco. I love you. Uh, and we love you. And with that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and with the, the an affirmation of our love for you, dear listener, we will take our leave. We'll see you guys next week. Take care.